You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello there, my fellow world traveler, and welcome to another edition of the Travel Talk Weekly Show. This is episode number 45, original air date, August 18th, 2021. This week, we're talking about how technology is actually making travel safer and also how it has completely changed the travel world. A lot has been changing in the last four to five months when it comes to travel, and we don't think that that will ever stop happening. (laughs) That is so true. Things are always going to be evolving. And we've been traveling a long time together for 15 years. Yes, we have. And things have definitely evolved over the past 15 years. But I will say in the last probably like two years, we've seen some of the biggest shifts. And it's been different for somebody who just does the occasional like once a year, once every other year vacation. All of a sudden, they're like, whoa, why do I have to use all of these technology tools? But with everything that's going on in our world right now, there's actually a good reason to embrace technology. And you know, one of my favorite memories is taking a private boat to the Hotel Danielli in Venice, and they gave us an actual physical key with a little thing on it. And it wasn't technology. It wasn't a key card. It wasn't an app. It was just, here's the actual key key to your room. (laughs) Yeah. You don't see that very much these days. Then that hotel has been around for a few hundred years, so. Probably even more than that. And unlike our experience at Hotel Danielli, more and more hotels and resorts are moving to a virtual check-in that you do right from your phone. So what's starting to happen is all the hotels, in order to make it safer for you to visit, they are starting to go to a lot more touchless points, meaning they want to reduce the number of people that interact with you, that touch your luggage, that hand you a key card, that you hand your credit card to. So they're trying to eliminate as many places as possible. So those keys at Hotel Daniele are definitely archaic. But like you said, more hotels are starting to go into this virtual check-in thing. And you do it right from your phone, which I'm really not totally comfortable with because I like talking to someone at the front desk. I like to find out where my room is before I check in in case I don't like the location, which you know may or may not have happened a few times. Depending on the resort that we're at, I'm going to say, okay, show me a map. Show me where I'm staying. And if you really want to talk about old school, the last time we checked into Disney's Pop Century Resort, they didn't give us a map. They didn't circle the building like they normally do. They wrote the building number and our room number on a post-it note. And we were probably one of the very few that actually went up to the counter. So we're the only ones there at that point. A lot of places right now, what they're starting to do is this use an app to open up your door. And Starwood Properties was one of the first, I believe, that had this technology where you go ahead and you complete your entire online check-in, check-in right on your phone. And then you go, the room gets assigned, and you just use your phone and hold that up to the door and it opens it. So that does reduce a touch point, which does make it safer, that's for sure. But that's also the ironic point is because Hotel Daniele is part of the Starwood Properties, and yet that property still uses a physical key, (laughs) or at least they did a few years ago. Now, Disney is definitely a company that has been at the forefront of technology, and it started with their magic bands if you come to Walt Disney World. We have version 1.0 and 2.0. Yeah, and so a magic band, if you haven't been there, this is something that you get when you're staying on property, and it's your room key, 
you can tie a credit card to it so you can use that in the parks to make purchases. And it's also your ticket to go through the turnstile. So this magic band becomes very important. You just wear it on your wrist and it opens up a ton of things. But with their online check-in, you can go straight to your room. You get your room number that same day and use your magic band to get in. I would say version 1.0 reminds me of kind of like a Fitbit. It's just something you put on and it looks like the same shape. And it's a bracelet you wear that you would make purchases, you would open your room, all those different things. But now they're even moving towards opening your room door directly from the My Disney Experience app. And we've actually used this and it's been quite handy because I remember on our last trip, the room number that she wrote down was kind of hard to read. So we actually were trying to get into the wrong room. And so I opened up the app and I was like, oh, there's our room number. We need to go down a few more. That was a six, not a zero. And a very special shout out to the housekeeper who did not let us go in the wrong room. That was very nice. (laughs) The whole idea here is to skip the front desk and go straight to your room so you don't have to be waiting in a line or talking to any of the hotel staff. That makes complete sense because what they're trying to do, as you said earlier, is eliminating the number of interactions that you would normally have when you check into a hotel and make the experience as virtual as they can, meaning just go to your room, use the phone, open the app, I totally get that. Which leads us to the next level of an interactive process that has, we started seeing this in our last stays of travel. Obviously, we can't travel everywhere, but we have been to Universal a couple times. We've been to Disney and we've been to Mexico and all of them are starting to use this technology to, again, eliminate those face-to-face touch points. And this particular way of talking to, you know, the people that work there, I actually liked And that is the chat function. As you probably know, we just got back from a resort called Unico 2087 in Mexico. We did it for Carrie's big birthday palooza. And the way we interacted with our, I guess you call him a host or more like a concierge. He's like a concierge, but they call him a local host. And we talked to him. His name is Jose. We talked to him through texting. And if we needed something, we could just send him a quick text message, which was also nice because our phone service worked down there, obviously, and the texting worked as well. And it was way more efficient. Yeah. And a lot of hotels now also are improving their Wi-Fi around the resort because they want you to interact using this chat function. And that's going to save them money in the long run. Yeah. So it's kind of cool, though, um, at Disney and at Universal, if we needed something, We could just go in, open up the app, and just type our questions. I know that I've requested coffee. We requested some additional pillows and just did all of that stuff through the app. And so we never really would see somebody until they dropped it off in our room. So at Unico, one of the things they're doing on there is you use the app, and if you want, you can order like some poolside food, which that's kind of cool. You can make appointments. You can make requests for your room. So we actually used our local host a little bit more, but everything was pretty much just all done through text message. And then he'd, he'd stop in and say, hey, a couple times. But it's pretty amazing what these companies are doing to eliminate more of that face-to-face, but to get you using the app. So you need to get comfortable. And our pro tip here is if you do have travel planned, make sure you have the most up-to-date app for whatever that destination is that you're going to. And this applies a lot to the airlines as well. They're doing a lot of things with the app so they don't have to hand you paper tickets. So apps are very, very important. And I remember we went to Universal in June and we stayed at Aventura and you wanted to order coffee just to see if the robot could actually deliver it to the room. Yeah. So this is another new technology that is in place to 
one, kind of be something cool and forward thinking, but it does eliminate those touch points. And so this is a robot that comes to your door. So you're not even interacting with an actual person. Now, here's the disclaimer. We did have to do it about three different times until it worked. Yeah. (laughs) The first time it didn't work well because we were on the phone. And what happens is when the robot is at your door, they ring your, your phone in the room and then you go and you answer the door. But we were already on the phone, so we didn't know the robot was there. The robot left. They should probably give people better instructions on that part of it. Yeah. So that's where you could use your app and chat and say, how do I make this robot thing work? But that was kind of fun. And then the first time it didn't open and we couldn't get the coffee. Yeah. (laughs) But when it works, it was really, really neat. And I know that there are a lot of hotels, especially over in like Shanghai and Hong Kong and in Japan that use this type of technology because one, they don't have to have a staff person to go and do all of this. And it can be a lot more efficient, but it does eliminate that touch point, which is kind of neat. I like the robot stuff. I did too, but we couldn't order drinks, just coffee. And pillows and coffee creamer. (laughs) That is true. Now, airlines have also started using robots and the new technology to keep the airports clean. One of the places that's really embraced this is Pittsburgh International Airport. And they have these robots. They look like little miniature Zambonis. Is that how you say that? If you're talking about hockey, then yes, Yes. (laughs) Okay, so they look like that. And they have a UV light that comes out of them, and it will kill the viruses on surfaces. So they just go up and down and go through the airport. And it's kind of like if you have like a Roomba at home, but this, it literally looks like a little mini Zamboni. It's kind of cute. You know what would also work? Not touching stuff. Like, I don't care if they're sanitizing the floors. I'm not going to put my hand on the bottom of my shoe. Hey, you can't control children. Sometimes that... that... Okay. You got me there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, in normal conditions, a lot of times when you are going for an international flight, you hand over that passport multiple times. And we experienced this on our last trip when we would go through TSA. Usually they take the book. They pretty much wanted you to handle your book and they did not want to touch it. So that was something that was a little bit different when we went down to Mexico. So instead of handing over your passport or ticket, you may get your face scanned with a biometric device. Most of them use like sensors that let a person's unique features, the curve of an ear, the shape of the forehead, prove their identity. While airlines like Delta, Air France, and JetBlue has started to roll out biometric boarding processes before the pandemic. So it's not just because of the shutdown. Right. This is something that they're just trying to make travel more efficient. And so that's something that could start creeping up even more when you start traveling. So, you know, your face is definitely going to be a passport. I liked going through customs when we came back because Miami definitely has some of the latest equipment and it was really, really fast. It was pretty easy, I I would admit. And we pretty much, we got our picture taken and then it spit out, uh, it spit out our little entry card. I don't know what that's called. And it had a picture on it and you had to take that picture to the customs person. Yep. But we didn't really, yeah, we really didn't have to touch anything over there. It was pretty fast. Yeah, it was really fast. Another thing you will find at a lot of places, and they're using technology, once again, to keep you safer. So keep this in mind, is the touchless temperature checks. We've had our temperature checked more times in the last two and a half months than I think I ever have in my entire life. I feel very healthy. (laughs) When Disney Springs opened in May, one of the first things we had to do was go through a temperature screening, and it takes all of about maybe one, maybe two seconds. It's really fast. 
And then when we went to Universal, you could not enter the hotel until you went through a temperature screening. That was kind of wild. We couldn't even walk into the hotel unless they had done a temperature screening and gave us a bracelet as well. It was color-coded to the day. Yeah, so they knew that you had already been screened. But you can expect to see this in many places. There are even some restaurants and, of course, theme parks. Almost all of them are doing a temperature screening. But what's also starting to happen with some of the airlines is there is a device out there called a symptom sense device, and this is designed to take that temperature screening to the next level. And so it actually scans the passengers as they walk through what's kind of like a metal detector, and it will gather tons of information, temperature, blood oxygen levels, heart rate, and respiratory and respiration rates. That is a little weird. I know. So for me, this sounds like so futuristic because there was that movie. This reminds me of that movie Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, the original one, not the remake. Yeah, not the remake because there was one particular scene where he's going through and it's like a scanner. And you can see like people's entire body makeup and all that kind of stuff. And I was just like, that is like so weird. I mean, we're used to going through metal detectors, but that's no big deal. But this is a scanner. And it's also like one of the Mission Impossible movies where they had to fake his identity and they like mapped the the way you walk and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Same thing. I know. Technology definitely is something that is making our world kind of fun. But also it's like, whoa, this is like, are we there yet? This is so futuristic. Not only do I think, yes, we are. I didn't even tell you this, but I did a temperature check before this podcast just to make sure I was fine. That's good to know. Way to use technology to be safe. It's the topic for the show. Why not? Well, if you are traveling and you're going to be traveling a lot, it may not be a bad idea to bring a thermometer with you. We actually have one. We actually do that. We have a digital one. Yeah, just to stay safe. I think I want to get one of the newfangled ones. Like I'd never seen one that looks like a little gun. You just point at someone's head and it takes their temperature. Ours is, you know, it's an actual thermometer. Thermometer you put in your (laughs) mouth and it takes, it beeps for like 60 seconds before it gives you a result. I want to get one of the new ones where you just point at your head and you can tell right away. Matter of fact, I think I want that to be on my Christmas list. If you do have a trip coming up, though, you are going to start seeing how you use technology a lot more. Every restaurant that we've been to, especially over at Disney, um, even at down at Unico, they do that QR scanning to see the menu. So you're not getting a physical menu. So get prepared for that. Make sure you always have your phone with you. Of course, you already do. Yeah, you probably already do. So we've seen a lot of that as far as a change goes. Also, some places are really encouraging you do mobile ordering. And so they want you to go in, place your order. So it it stops that checkpoint of having another person come talk to you face to face. And it is 100% completely demolished the menu business. Like if (laughs) if you're in the menu business, that's kind of like being in the videotape business in the 90s. It's probably not going to be... Menus are definitely going away. But if it keeps us safer, then eh, that's okay. No, it's really not. I still want a physical menu. Okay. I I want a menu with pictures on it, not something I have to scroll through on my phone. I'm in the don't cancel the menu camp. Okay. I am team menu. Okay, team menu. But on a side note, technology in general is not only making travel safer, but it has changed the way people travel overall. I remember back in the day when if you were a travel expert, you were either a travel agent or you were on TV. Now you can be a blogger, a vlogger, an Instagram influencer, 
all those things can make you a travel expert and can generate income as well. But travel has definitely changed with technology. And one of the biggest things that has made travel so exciting and why we have seen an ongoing increase in the number of people traveling to new and exciting places, not just always doing the same trip every year, is because of social media. And so you see a friend that goes over to Croatia, and you're like, I didn't even know about Croatia. That looks interesting. I had never heard of Croatia until our honeymoon in 2009. And I saw this place. It looked like it was relatively close to Venice. I'm like, huh, Croatia, that sounds interesting. But as soon as we started talking about it, all the people that knew about it are like, oh my gosh, you're going to love this place. And this is way before, yeah, Game, this was way way before, before Game of Thrones. Yeah, and way before a lot of people were on social media. This was probably before Facebook, relatively speaking. Relative, it was for around, around that time. Definitely before Instagram. Yeah, definitely before Instagram. But what's made it so cool, though, are people will go to these exotic places or they'll go to some of their favorite places like Disney and they're posting all these pictures and they're doing these hashtags. So if you have a favorite place that you want to just experience virtually, you can do that right now. You can just open up Facebook, say hashtag Croatia, and you're going to get a ton of pictures. But what's really cool is the things you're going to see are going to be very recent. So you're going to see stories and videos and pictures from people who are there now. And what I like about that is if I want to get like a good locals or if I follow an like a travel influencer, and I'm, I want to go to the restaurant they went to, I can find that stuff so fast and so easy. And technology has just made it so much more connected to some places that we would never even think of. That's interesting, because you're young enough where you call it hashtag, I call it the pound sign. And it has been on my phone since the 1960s. It's still on your phone, just so you Actually, know. Actually, it still is. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, technology is what started all things of Disney that we are doing right now. Okay, I would agree with that. And you know what? It started with Periscope five years ago. Yeah, so Periscope was such a fun app because you could geo-search where people were. And I remember being in Italy, and we were doing a broadcast from a rooftop diner. In Venice. In Venice. I, I remember that. And people found us because you could open up the app, you go to the map, you just go to an area you want to look at, and you could click on it. And if you liked the videos they were doing, you would just sit there and watch it. That's a feature I completely forgot about, especially since everyone went to Facebook Live, but you're right. Yeah, that was one of our favorites. But that is also how we built up a huge Disney business ourselves. And we have found that whenever we're out traveling, people want to see where we're going. They want to see what's going on. And then hopefully they end up visiting there because, you know, our motto is never stop exploring. There's too many places in this world to go and see. And so that's where I think social media can be a really positive tool because you can kind of virtually visit these places. And that's why I love Instagram is because it's pictures and videos, especially if you're looking for you know travel. It's not Facebook and Twitter where a bunch of people are fighting about whatever they want to fight about. Instagram is all like puppies and rainbows and hearts. It's also packed full of great travel photos and videos. And now with Instagram Reels, those are great. And I know we have a lot because we have so much video footage from our TV show and just from traveling around. And as many things that we can start turning into little 15 second travel videos, I think are going to be really great. For those of you that have not heard about Instagram Reels, it's basically TikTok for Instagram. Now, I will fully admit I don't have TikTok. I never used it. And it seemed really complicated. But Instagram because they're owned by Facebook, is really smart. They either will buy a technology or buy a company, or they'll copy it. 
And I think this will be one of the biggest things to hit the travel industry from a social media perspective is the reels function because you can take little 15 second clips or you can take five, three second clips or three, five second clips, however you want to edit them down. And then you get to pick the music. And that's the fun part. I know I I laugh every time you're picking those songs. I'm like, oh my gosh, how'd you find that song? Yeah, I'm only wishing I had more video footage on my phone because some of that obviously takes up a lot. So I will dump stuff off. So I need to go back and get some more of our travel videos, especially like some of the cruises. And it's just a unique way to see whether it's the food of an area or just some of the sites. But definitely, if you're not following us on Instagram, head on over there, Travel Talk Weekly, and check out some of our reels. We're going to be pushing more out in the future. And it cracks me up that you say you don't have enough stuff on your phone, but we're actually at Disney right now. We're getting a lot of really good material to feature on Instagram. Yeah, our Disney travel secrets, we definitely have a bunch of reels on there for sure. If you're not a techie person, though, don't be afraid that when you travel now, things are going to be totally nuts and crazy. If you know how to use your phone and you know how to log into social media, which I think pretty much anybody does, including my mom, who she's all over Instagram. She knows how to use that. I know. She was actually texting me this morning. Okay. (laughs) But if you know how to do that, get comfortable with the app. The greatest thing is that usually if you're going to a destination like Unico, where you have an app, you can download it in advance and you can get comfortable with it. And then if you're not comfortable with it, when you get there, talk to your local host and just say, hey, can you help me with a few things? The Disney app I know is a beast sometimes, but it's very important. If you're not sure how to use any of these social media platforms? Pretty simple. Just ask your grandkids. And gone are the days of those family travel shows. Pretty much everything has moved online with Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. You mean the slideshows from the 1970s? Yes, the slideshows, they be gone. So with technology, our number one pro tip for this week is to also make sure that you pack a portable charger because you are going to be using your device a lot more than you may think. Or multiple chargers. (laughs) Or multiple chargers like we do. Because when you are going around, let's say you're at the parks or you're at the resort and your phone is picking up the different Wi-Fis, the Wi-Fi signal sometimes can drain your battery a little bit more depending upon your phone. That's what us personally, we experience. It'll totally drain your battery. And so you definitely want to make sure that you always can have some juice. One thing that has happened as more technology is getting out there and rooms are getting refurbished and resorts are kind of updating everything is there's USBs a lot of places. Sometimes you can just go into the lobby, there's USB plug-ins. So just make sure you have that cord and a portable charger. Also in this day and age, make sure you always have hand sanitizer and a mask with you at all times. You just never know. It's, what's funny to me is the number of times well, like one of us will get out of the car and we'll go to the grocery store or whatever. And you're like, oh, I forgot my mask. Yep. Or, I forgot my mask. It's like, you really have to put that into your schedule. We have multiple masks. We keep one in our car at all times. And we also have one in like your purse, just in case we forget that yeah. one. We, have, we actually, we have multiple masks in our cars, just in case, because you also do need to be washing them on a regular basis. So before we wrap up, we have our deal of the week and we're actually going to do a repeat deal because this one is so good. It's too good to pass up. It is. And that is the voucher program for Hard Rock Resorts and Unico. Which a lot of people last week took advantage of. Yeah. So this is a really great deal. The way it works is you reach out to us and you purchase a three, four, five, or combo of those night package. And depending upon if you're going in 2020 or 2021, basically you're getting this at what is a travel agent rate, saving hundreds of dollars per night. 
in some cases. I know it, it is crazy. Yeah, I was surprised that our travel agent rate wasn't lower than what the general public could get, which is a really good indication. And again, you know, we love Unico 2087. Highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, we're looking forward to going back and we would love for you to go and experience this property as well. I think if you're comfortable with traveling and you just want to get away, that is a great option. It's easy to get down to Cancun. And what I love about the voucher program, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday, and I said, here's the great news. You can lock in your your price. You don't have to commit to a certain date. And so if you want to commit to sometime in 2021, then follow and see when you get the best airfares. You can kind of monitor that. And then as soon as it looks like there's a good airfare, you can book that and then you redeem your voucher and you're golden. And so it's kind of, it's a great way to save a ton of money, but experience a luxury property. And of course, over at Hard Rock, they do have some other promotions right now where kids are free. And so you can really maximize that voucher. And what you mean is kids are free for a vacation because in general, kids are not free. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Very good point. If you're like most people, you are ready to get out there and start traveling. So either reach out to us or one of our amazing Creating Magic Vacations travel agents, and we would love to help you. Yes, we'll help you find a very safe and fun vacation. And remember this, it's a great, big, beautiful world. Get out there and see it, experience it and live it. And remember, never stop exploring. Exploring.